0: Together we pray. Come Holy Spirit. Come Lord, we continue to give you permission to do whatever it is you desire. Make our minds, hearts, and souls fertile soil, that your word may bear great fruit. Illuminate the scriptures for us, Lord. Reveal to us the face of Christ and the Father. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. For you yourselves know that the day of the Lord will come like a thief at night. What is St. Paul speaking about? This day of the Lord coming like a thief at night, He's speaking about the the end of our life, when we meet the Lord face to face, and as we we pray in the creed, as the scriptures today speak about, in that moment at the end of our life when we meet the Lord face to face, then then our judgment. Right, and from that either eternal communion with the Lord or eternal separation from Him. It's not something that we maybe at times like to think about, right, this word judgment and it, all these things come up in our mind, but but it's a truth of the gospel. It's a truth of our faith that when we meet the Lord face-to-face at the end of our life, there will be judgment. But what's really, really important for us to understand this rightly is who God is, who he is. Because too many times we have a distorted notion of God, a distorted image of who He is. And we can think of Him as an angry tyrant who's desirous, right, to cast us away from Him. But that's not the Lord. Jesus has told us very, very clearly if you have seen Me, then you have seen the Father. Christ reveals to us. the heart of the father and he is a God who has come taken on our flesh taken on our human nature and died on the cross for us in the midst of our sin so his great desire that he literally died for is to draw us into heaven And and but but the truth is that we have a choice when the catechism speaks about hell, it says this. It says, hell is the definitive self-exclusion from eternal communion with God. Right? Who, who says no is me. Not the Lord. He is an open invitation for us to accept. And so we should not have undue fear because the Lord literally died for us. And for ourselves to place ourselves confidently in his trust, in his mercy, and in his grace. So St. Paul is telling us, right, like, hey, you don't have to be afraid like those who are in the dark. He's speaking to the believers, and here we are, the believers, right? Because you were in the light. And that day will not be a surprise because, because you were in the light. But he tells them, and he he tells them, and this is what I want us to to think about today, is the church has us at the end of the liturgical year thinking of the end of our life and of the Lord coming again. Last week, this week, and the next week. Pointing our eyes towards heaven. St. Paul tells those in the light, like, you don't need to be afraid, but I tell you this, stay alert and sober. Right? Stay alert and sober. Why? Because the enemy is like a prowling lion, right, wanting to get us in his grasp and to pull us away from communion with the Lord. And so St. Paul's reminds us, stay sober. Now, what does what being sober mean? A lot of times we just commonly think of sobriety as like not drunk and not high, right? Which that's part of it. But sobriety is actually a positive virtue, it's not just a don't do that. It's one of the virtues underneath the cardinal virtue of temperance, which is to appropriately moderate pleasure, right? Pleasure is good. God has given us pleasurable things. He's given us the ability to experience pleasure. It is a great gift, but in the right order, in the right time, in the right amount. And so, sobriety what is sobriety really about? Sobriety is the, the virtue that allows us to perceive and to be aware of reality to be present to the truth that's the ultimate reason for sobriety is to be present to the truth to reality right in front of me but if we're honest with ourselves sometimes reality is hard and so we want to escape it we don't want to be present And here's the key issue, right, with sobriety is right here, staying sober, is that it is better for us, brothers and sisters, to face the hard reality of the truth than it is to run from it. I'm going to say that again. It is better to face the hard reality of our life, whatever it may be, than to run away from it. Because when we run from it, we just compound the problems, and we compound any sin. So sobriety is about being in a proper state of mind to be able to be present to and perceive the reality and truth. So a question we need to ask ourselves, then what are we running from when we don't want to be sober? And, I, and when I say Losing our sobriety is not just about getting drunk or getting high, and those are clear examples. We can lose our sobriety. We can escape perceiving and being present to reality through too much entertainment, just staring at my phone all day long. From too much work, I'm just busying myself with so many things. From being in fantasies in my head, and these don't just have to be sexual fantasies, I'm just in my mind running away from my present reality. We're not sober why why again we said life is hard and so we, what are we running from is the question that when we when we're running to either again drinking too much or drugs or being you know watching 7 hours of Netflix or stuck on my phone then what am i running from is the question i need to ask myself is it some of the pain or hurt in my life some wounded woundedness from relationships Is it just the difficulty and the stress of the pandemic or my studies or my job? Maybe it's the reality of I know my own sin, and it's hard for me to face it. And so I want to run. I don't want to get drunk. I want to get high. I want to just dive into entertainment, to run away. But here's another key point. We do these things many times because we know that we are incapable of facing these difficult things on our own. Like we see the difficult reality and we know ourselves and we're like, well, I can't do that. Maybe it's something at work or in school. You're like, gosh, 80% of my classes, I can, I'm can. i just like knocking them out the park. But that 20% over there, are like, uh, I just don't have what it takes. And so it's easy for me to get lost in something else. we don't have to face it alone. Jesus never asks us to face the truth and reality by ourselves. He wants us to look at it, but with Him, with the Lord of heaven and earth, with a God who died for our sins, With the Lord, who is our good shepherd, it says, so even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil because the Lord is at our side. And so we should fear not sobriety and fear not the reality that it places in front of us because the God of heaven and earth is with us, facing it. And then also our brothers and sisters in Christ walk with us in this journey What do we miss when we lack sobriety? We've mentioned this just in general, right? The truth in reality. I'm running away from real life. Second thing that we miss is other people. Clearly, that's obvious when we're drunk or high, but even if you're just like, Watching Sports Center for the fourth time in a row, and your roommates walking in and out of your room, or somebody in your family is coming, and and they just need you to notice them. But you're so consumed with just hours and hours and hours upon entertainment. And they just needed five minutes for you to notice them. We miss it. Our own selves, right? We don't even perceive our own selves in a very real way because we're just stuck in our heads somewhere else. And these last two are key as we're speaking about meeting the Lord face-to-face at the end of our life. When we lack sobriety, what we do is we lack an awareness of the tactics and the temptations of the enemy. Brothers and sisters, when we are not sober, and again, I'm not speaking just about like drugs and alcohol, but that one's clear, like when we're Either drunk or high, sin multiplies itself very quickly. We do dumb things. But even so, if we're just in our own fantasy world or we're just avoiding reality or consuming too much entertainment, we are so much more susceptible to the attacks of the enemy and temptation. How many times have you been surfing Instagram and then something pops up and you're like, oh, look at that. Oh, well, clickety-click-click, right? And then now, I'm looking at porn. And then now, I'm doing that thing that I do when I look at porn. How did I get there? Oh, because I've just been an hour looking at Instagram randomly when I know I need to be doing my homework, when I know I need to be engaging in something else, prayer. Why? All of us, in some form or fashion, right, are here, and so this is not just to come to this reality. Like how easy the enemy can fool us when we lack sobriety, and the last thing that we miss is God. We ask ourselves, "Where is the Lord?" And the truth is, is the Lord is never not present to us. He is always right with us as saint augustine says closer to our us than we are to ourselves and when we lack sobriety we miss him right there knocking on the door of our hearts wanting to face the difficult truth with us having for us compassion Compassion actually comes from compasio, meaning to suffer with. But in the midst of facing the hard reality, we want to grasp something to medicate it, to get us away from it. And Jesus is like, I want to conquer it with you. I want to defeat it and walk through it with you. But we miss him. And then so how do we remain sober? First, As always, pray. We can do nothing alone, but with the Lord, we can do all things. Spending time quiet in prayer with the Scriptures before the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament gives us an awareness of who He is, so we do not have to be afraid of death. and We do not have to be afraid of difficulty, because the God of heaven and earth is with us, and He is present, and we know Him secondly a daily exam and saint ignatius would teach the jesuits and then many others twice a day at the middle of the day and at the end of the day take five to ten minutes to ask the holy spirit to review the day with you review the the first half of the day and then the last half of the day where were you lord and i didn't see you where was the enemy when did i say yes to you when did i say no when did i lack sobriety lord Being present to that truth. And the more we pray that daily examine, the more we see the Lord and see the truth right there before us. The third is true, genuine, and authentic friendship. When we have someone walking the journey with us, there's a strength there. There's a comfort to help us see right, and walk through the difficult times. The fourth thing is to grow in the virtue of temperance in general, right? To do a little bit of fasting, to understand where is it entertainment? Is it drink? Is it food? Is it work? What are the things that I tend to be intemperate in? And to cut back some, to grow in that virtue. The fifth thing is regular confession. We meet the God of mercy And we give our sin to him and he fills us with his divine life consistently before him in the very real relationship of our life with the Lord. And if we do these things, brothers and sisters, we will live more soberly. And in our sobriety, those relationships that need to be healed, the the things that we are avoiding in life, then we can face them with Jesus. And so then when the Lord comes like a thief in the night, whether that's in five minutes, five years, or 50 years, we will be in the light. We will confidently be with him because we're in communion with the Lord and not running away from the difficulties and being deceived by the enemy. And then he will speak to us Say, well done. Come and share your master's joy, which you have been sharing already in this life. Brothers and sisters, we know not the day or the hour when the end of a life will come, and the enemy wants to take our life here and to take eternal life from us. And so St. Paul tells us, be not afraid, because Christ is the light, and you are in the light, but stay sober. So that you can perceive the truth of God, of ourselves, of our sin, of his mercy, and to say yes to him now and ultimately for all eternity.